Welcome to Branding Your Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast and to this episode all about taking your brand from bland to bold. I had the opportunity to interview Gina DeLucia. She's a business coach and marketing strategist, and we are diving into her email series. I believe it's a four or five day email series that takes your brand from bland to bold. We are bottling it all up and putting it into a one hour interview. So there's a lot of good information coming up, but if you don't get everything you want out of it, or if there's too much information for you, you can always reach out to her um, and ask her to set you up on her email series. I received it myself and it was amazing. Um, So anyways, enjoy this podcast. And again, thank you so much for being here. Good morning or good day. It is Corinne here with Branding You Real Estate, and I am here with Gina DeLucia. Uh, so Gina, I met through like one of my bestest friends of all time who I've known since I was like zero, if that's even possible, Katie DeLucia, who is, <laughs> I keep exaggerating your last name because I still am not sure if I'm getting it right. Um, yeah. She married your brother, and I met you a couple times, bachelorette parties, weddings. I always like you're just a really cool chick, like always drawn to you and impressed by what you do. You started with like this amazing, beautiful food blog, I think. And then I saw like later on, I was following you on Instagram or Facebook and it popped up that you got into business coaching and um, marketing and branding. And so you are a business coach and marketing strategist. And one, I just want to talk with you because you're a super cool chick and I thought this was really, really cool. So I went and stalked you because that's, you know, that's what I do. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I was stalking you first because Mm. I saw it on Facebook and I was like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? I have to know about this. And I, and I asked Katie and then obviously I think I went from Facebook to Instagram because that's kind of where I hang out and I found you. So I'm glad, I'm glad you stalked me. Stalking introduces you to new things. Um, so uh, we, I, so I was stalking you. I was like, that's where we're going. I was stalking. You. I was like, this is really cool. Then I found one of your videos on Instagram and it was this subject that I was like, oh my God, this would be great for the podcast. I knew I wanted you on the podcast, but wasn't in exactly sure where we were going to go with it. I just know it's going to be great. Um, so we are talking about taking your brand from bland to bold you created this sort of mini video series um, for this taking your brand from bland to bold. That's definitely a tongue twister. It's kind of a tongue twister. I know. I thought about it after and I was like, huh, (laughs) after I said it a few times on video. So yeah, bland to bold. I will probably um, mess that up later on. Brand from bland to bold. So that's what we're doing today. And I'm going to let you kind of talk about this email series and what everyone is to expect come going forward into this podcast. And pretty much you're taking your email video series and bottling it up just for this podcast and for our listeners to take it with them. Um, and we'll talk about it later. It's in the podcast notes where they can reach you if they want to get that uh, mini video series and take it away. Tell me about it. Tell me about you, all of that. Yeah, I'm a 
I am a business coach and marketing strategist. Um, I really work with people to help them and encourage them to put more of the person behind their personal brand so they can connect with the right people. Um, a lot of the people that I work with are, I would say like designers and coaches and like service providers. So they're finding their ideal client is very key. Um, so what I started to notice was just that people were having trouble getting online and showing up. Something was stopping them. And what I ended up kind of feeling like what it was talking to them was that they were just sort of afraid to be themselves. They didn't know how to be themselves online. So the way that I would describe the bland to bold is that you think of your brand, your personal brand as like the this watered down version of yourself. You're like, well, I can't, like, why isn't it translating from really who I am to then who, you know, to then online. And it just doesn't sit like there's needs some disconnect. So, um, yeah, so taking that kind of watered down version of yourself and taking that into more of this bold self-expression. I was so, waiting for that word to come up. You said it earlier. I was like, Ooh, bold self-expression. Yeah, I'm working that what? somehow into the title because. Okay. Yeah. That's really where the, the word bold came from because people I think are hesitant to put themselves, their personalities, their perspectives at the forefront of their personal brand, but that's really what's gonna help somebody stand out. That's really what's gonna help somebody feel connected to you and relate to you and you know, wanna work with you, honestly. So just again, out of curiosity, cause I'm gonna bring it to real estate because as I don't know if you've worked with any real estate professionals and that's why I started this podcast because it's so much of ourselves, our personal brand that attracts our business. But what other type of professionals have you worked with that need help building their personal brand other than, you know, when you think of personal brand, you kind of think of like an influencer or something, right. but uh, professionals need this too. And why right. and who have you worked with? Yeah. So I feel like honestly, it's not even limited to just online businesses, but that's, I guess, kind of more the type of people I've worked with. I've worked with a lot of designers. Um, so graphic designers, website designers, brand visual, brand strategists, uh, wedding invitation, um, like a stationary designer, that kind of stuff who, you know, they, they share their stuff online and it can get sort of lost in the noise because if you're just sharing your, um, you know, your visuals and things like that, and people don't know who you are and the face behind the brand, that's when it becomes an issue. I haven't really worked with real estate agents, but I definitely have a few that follow me and we're like interacting with me kind of a lot. So I think they really connected with this, um, content. So, yeah. And I say this in a lot of my podcasts is that I interview people who maybe don't have any experience working with real estate agents. And I think it is because real estate professionals aren't, some are taking it seriously, but they aren't taking the brand part and building their personal brand as serious as they should. And there is a lot of noise, like you're saying in real estate and putting that face to it can help you stand out. And I think that's where we need to go. So the point of this podcast is to help 
transition our profession into this personal branding world and making branding a big part of real estate. And I think it should be, you should definitely work with some real estate agents. I will. I we, need, we need this. Yeah. We need you. <laughs> yeah. It is one of those things where people don't really realize that honestly, a personal brand can be for everyone. You know, like even if you're in that kind of traditional nine to five, like your personal brand in the sense that I'm kind of referring to it is really just kind of the essence of who you are and you kind of being willing to share that with the world and in typically like the world that you're in. So the people that you work with, the people that you meet in your networking events, your community, and you know, it doesn't just, it doesn't just mean getting online and creating an Instagram video or poster or that kind of thing. It's, it's rooted in a lot more than that. So well, I think we hyped it up. Like I'm now, I had to stop Gina earlier because I would ask her questions because I want to know. And I was like, wait, 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 hold up. Let's save this for the podcast. Um, because I kind of like to, I don't like to know everything beforehand. So let's kind of bottle up that video series and start with the first video someone would get and where would they would get started. Yeah. So the first video really focuses on building your brand identity. So a lot of like, this can be a little confusing with brand identity because a lot of brand strategists will use it in the terms of like um, visual. This isn't visual. This is really coming up with and figuring out, you know, reflecting on, I would say your journey and kind of how you got to where you are, your values, your viewpoints, um, you know, your purpose, yeah, your purpose, your why, which I'm sure is something people hear a lot, but, you know, honestly, like the most powerful question you can ask yourself for anything that you're doing is why, um, in terms of like that overall kind of bigger purpose, if, you know, like it is with anything, if you're not super connected to that, things are just going to feel a little, I mean, honestly, they're going to feel a little watered down. And that's kind of where it was with this, you know, coming up with this first um, series of questions is um, to kind of pull this out a lot of prompts. So you feel connected to kind of all this stuff and, you know, people feel related. They feel more relatable to people that who, you know, can share their story or how they became real estate agents or, or anything like that is always, you know, kind of good juicy stuff that people really kind of feed up on, you know, online or just in general, just conversation starters and, um, you know, small talk or, you know, whatever, avoiding the small talk and getting a little more in, in um, going a little deeper. So I um, love this because um, one of my girlfriends, who's like a brilliant businesswoman, um, and she comes from branding, and I was completely thrown off by this, and I realized how much I don't know about branding because I want to go deep into this um, for however much time we have because we have a couple more of couple more steps to go. Um, and she talked about building your core values to determine your brand identity. And what I'm having trouble with as a real estate agent and a real estate professional, I was going to do a follow-up podcast, but I can't figure out where to go with it. I know where I want to go, but figuring out those core values, like what, 
and we started to go into that. And I like what you have here, reflecting on your journey, figuring out your values, viewpoints, and the why. And this will create your story. Um, but so for any real estate agents that are listening, and I just want to give you some background on real estate professionals is we are almost like politicians without all the red tape. So mm -hmm. when we go out to dinner, it's, you know, everyone, you talk to them, they ask you about real estate, like you become the face of the community. Um, so this, the core values for your business have to be who you are and also represent your business. And I feel like we're in this arena that no other professions are in. A lot of people building their business brand can turn off their computer at 5 p.m. and not go out to dinner and have to be that brand on their personal time. So with that and a little understanding of us real estate professionals is that we are not turning it off ever. Yeah. Um, what are some tips that you can give to help the listeners figure out the brand identity and their brand okay. identity. Yeah. I mean, specifically rated, um, related to core values, if you're kind of having trouble coming up with them, I, I do also find it helpful to have like your own personal core values and then coming up with your, your, core values from like a personal brand sort of point to relate that more into like your business, you know? So if like, for me, it is, um, I'm trying to think of my core values. I know right it's now. like concrete um, examples would be great. Yeah. And you know, for me, it was like depth is a big one for me. So anytime I share anything, I'm considering, you know, am I going beyond just the surface level, you know, is it, it, or is it just, you know, oh, I'm saying this or doing this because maybe I saw somebody else do it and it doesn't feel really like true to me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm trying to think in terms of like real estate, like for you guys, I'm sure just having, and I talk about this, it, having meaningful relationships is huge. So like integrity or trust, um, you know, could be just one core value of yours that, that is, you know, when you're faced with something that maybe morally or, you know, whatever it is, um, can be a challenge for you always have that to bounce back on. Like I really preach and I don't have them right here. It's just sad, but keeping those core values as close to you as possible, like in your desk drawer, on your desk, you know, having three to five that you just always kind of go back to because they're sort of like the, the foundation for what you stand on and like those principal um, foundational values that, um, can really guide every decision that you make, um, in terms of what, you know, what I was just on. thinking about that the other day. Like I really need to figure out my core values because there are certain times I'm put into predicaments that don't feel right. And I don't know if they're right or not. And if I just had my core values out and I looked at the situation that was happening and I pulled out my core values and I was like, does this line up if it doesn't? Um, then I need to reevaluate what I'm doing in that certain situation. So, yeah. so what I was going to say is use me as kind of an example. So say you were sitting down with someone, getting ready to coach them. You're working with a real estate agent and you're trying to help me figure out what my brand identity is and what my core values are. What are some, like right now, let's, let's try and, do a full example. So yeah. Maybe use this. 
Um, so I think the main question that I would ask is what do you want to be known for? What do you, you know, what do you stand for? It really is going into the, the perspectives that you have that are kind of differently. And again, like going into the journey and asking questions, asking yourself questions like that, like, why am I doing this? And what am I doing that's different based on my past experiences. I go a lot into like past experience questions and what got you to where you are today to pull out things or to pull out, you know, coming up with your whole kind of brand identity and, um, you know, coming up with those, with those core values. So what do you want to be known for? What do you stand for? What sort of led you here to today? And why is it different than maybe somebody else's journey? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. I, you know, when I was trying to figure to out my, <laughs> oh no, now everyone's going to know all my secrets. All right. <laughs> what do I stand for? I don't even know. What do I want to be known for? Oh man. I don't know. I feel like you, I feel like you do know. It is just one of those things where it's like, it's sometimes hard to pinpoint, but it really is like, once you do, it's like, oh, this is this is so obvious, I guess, you know, like obviously to you, if you started this podcast, like connection is a really big thing, community, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It really is just, it's, it's almost one of those things where, I mean, a lot of businesses do share their core values, but I feel like sometimes they can get a little lost in their meaning. So when it's your personal brand and it's just you, and oftentimes it's like a solopreneur type of situation, even though I'm sure you do work with people, um, you know, colleagues and stuff, it really is just kind of what is personal to you. So don't overcomplicate it, I guess, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, whatever is going to help guide you um, in those sort of big and small decisions. Well, I'm going to work on this because these are pretty deep questions that I think I want to give real answers to them and I feel like I can't answer them in one minute. So I wrote them all down. So I'm going to, I'll work on this and I'll probably post it um, later on like my Instagram. Yeah, that, see that, so that is like what this whole thing is sort of about too. You know, as long as you're like comfortable sharing, um, you know, the, the values and, and part of your identity, which is kind of what this is all about. But a lot of the emails like prompting you to like, okay, fill out, like I have a whole like two or three page questionnaire that helps um, kind of well, pull this stuff out. That's- I haven't read <laughs> your email yet. I was going to, but I didn't want to know everything about it because I feel like I, I wouldn't like to ask yeah. questions. So that's why, but I am after this podcast, I'm signing up for that. It's, it's very helpful. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend it, but yeah. And then it it kind of prompts you to do other things like, Oh, share this on social or, you know, eventually as, as I got kind of more into and it builds. Um, so should I go then kind of into, into the second one? Yeah. It's, if it flows right into it, let's just keep going. Yeah. So the second one really focuses on your personality. Um, this one isn't so much like a self-discovery journey, but it's really kind of just challenging you to be more bold with your, with your personality and not, um, 
kind of challenging what it is to be professional because I feel like we're taught a lot that there's all these rules of professionalism. And I don't mean like, you know, obviously you still want to be like communicative and, um, you know, answer people on time and be timely and show up. And, and I don't mean that kind of professionalism, but I mean like it doesn't always have to be like a button up, you know, button down suit and shirt suit and kind of that cold. Did you listen to my last podcast? Because it sounds like you did. I did. I'm not calling you out. I on should it. have. No, the reason that I, I was a little afraid to like, because I saw it was like somebody who. I think was also, I don't know. I just got afraid. It's like, on Instagram, the last one, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just, I didn't want, because I was like, I don't want to get freaked out. I'm not going to lie. This is my first podcast. So no, I was so like, you it. know, I don't want, you know, I didn't want to like have anything kind of get, get into my brain. So I was like, I'm just gonna, I did listen to um, a, like uh, maybe a few episodes ago, parts of that one, but I didn't want to go to like the last one. Cause I think it was maybe more about like the content that I was sharing today. So I didn't want to, so I didn't want to like interfere. So anyway, I'm glad well, there that was one like- I did like two ago. I didn't interview anyone. I forgot what it was. It was for new agents and exactly like what you're saying is like, there's been this like image of a real estate agent that we all have in our mind and we think we have to fit into that mold and it's the button up and the jacket and I was talking about how I saw someone who I knew and I was like that does it doesn't even look like you like I can't even feel your personality in that picture I mean that's only one little part of it um but yes like did you listen to my podcast because you are right on track with like what I've been preaching yeah I feel like a lot of people are kind of coming to that realization now um, because you get into, you know, like a, a business of sorts where you are the person kind of running the show and you are the face of the brand and you're like, you feel like you have to be maybe this certain, you know, prototype or whatever. Um, but really the act, you know, the reality of it is just people connect more with you when you are yourself. Like, you know, me, for example, I'm, I don't know, I have like crazy curly hair and like, you know, if I was like throwing it back every single time or like not, I like thrift a lot. So I'm, you know, I just, I have a certain style and Mm -hmm. I think initially, you know, I was a little like, oh, I need to look like this person, that person always being a blazer or something like that. And that's great for those people who just really enjoy being in blazers and like have, you know, or whatever. But I'm not like one of those people that like dresses up all the time or anything. So I just like to be casual and comfortable. And I think I don't you're really using this, which I want to bring it back to because we're talking about personality and be more bold with your personality, which means be authentic. And I use a lot just the example of what we're wearing as just an example of how we're not being ourselves sometimes because we think we need to wear that suit and tie. But that goes into how you act as well. So the suit and tie is also the mask that you're putting on when you put your personality out there and you aren't being authentic to yourself. So I feel like the clothes analogy should also transition to kind of what we're talking about. It's more than just clothes that we're talking about right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's sort of like a representation of it, but it's, it's not even just that either. It's like 
it's something as small as like including emojis. Like I think I've talked about this before, like including emojis in your, in your emails or smileys or on your captions, like just things that people are like, Oh no, no, you shouldn't do this. Like the rules, like kind of just throwing the rule book out and letting your personality shine through is really what this, the second one was about. And, you know, it's one of those things where I think also people can confuse like, being personal with personality. And that's not really what I'm describing at all, but just more like humanizing who you are, like the, the person that you are online, you know, whereas people, you throw up a picture or something like that and people don't, they just don't connect with it as much as maybe seeing your, you know, I think that's what I really focus on in this one is like, as much as you can share your like physically your voice, what you're saying, your values, your viewpoints, that kind of your brand voice, and then also your face and um, little bits of your personality are just bound to come out anyway, when you're um, kind of being bold and brave enough to get on, get out, put yourself out there essentially. And like really Um, put yourself out there. Not so I've been working with my team on, on videos and it's a really fun progression of one getting more comfortable on camera but we threw out a couple of things that seemed very like staged and like too poised to where people couldn't connect. Um, like we were starting out like, hi, I'm so-and-so with Coldwell Banker. And rather we made it more conversational, like we're talking to a friend, like is that, uh, and putting more of the personality and the bloopers and the tongue twisters and, exactly. you know, like leaving that in there because people connect with humans and especially when it comes to real estate people connect with humans. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody, you know, I think Instagram had created this like picture of perfection. And like you said, you had, you you associate influencers, personal brands with influencers, but it really, there's, it's so much more than that. And in, it can give you that kind of that like false sense of, of perfection. Like it doesn't exist. And it's, moving more away from that at this point anyway, you know, like having perfectly curated everything, right. People are just kind of seeing through that. So, um, that's why when you, you know, like in this, a lot of this stuff is things that you can take. And then like, if you're doing like brand photos or things like that, or videos, um, mm-hmm. taking the, these components and considering them when you go to, do a shoot or, I mean, a good brand strategist who's uh, a good photographer will also, should also have some kind of brand strategy um, when they go to um, take, do like the visuals and stuff. Um, So there's two things from what we just talked about that I want to touch on. And I want to go back to, so something with this podcast, I have a girlfriend of mine And I mentioned, you know, in my lead to this, I want to be very transparent with the fact that I am not a marketing brand guru. And, you know, her response was, no, 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 don't let anyone see that, you know, kind of fake it till you make it, which I feel like there's a time and place for that um, and act like you are the brand expert. But then I was like, you know what, that's not me. And if someone wants that and they don't have to listen to me, but what I am, I'm learning. Um, And so I know what questions to ask when it comes to branding ourselves as real estate professionals. So I decided to go with the, hey, I'm not a brand expert and that's okay. I'm just going to surround myself with really smart, brilliant people and then go test it in the field and let you know if I 
fell on my face or, you know, how it went. And then you can jump on that. I see. No, I was just going to say, like, I think, but like, like to me, that story kind of some like could be pulled out as one of your core values. Like transparency is, is a big one. Writing it down. Thank you. Yeah. Transparency. Um, You know, because that's huge. And the fact that like, I understand this somewhat the fake it till you make it, but like, that's not why you started this. You didn't want to, I don't know exactly, but I'm assuming that you're trying to be sort of like a connector between what the real estate agents kind of need for their personal brands and branding expert, but right. you didn't actually want to kind of come in and maybe eventually you will get to that point, especially interviewing all these people that you do feel more like, oh, a brand I, I feel like I've already like learned so much and maybe by my hundredth episode, then I can say I'm a brand expert. Um, yeah, but but even still, like you know, that's not that wasn't your why why you started this, and you know, being, okay. Now I see how you that. can use that why yeah. into building core values. So the I had a second question that is completely not about what we just talked about, but it does fit into um, something you touched on as creating these core values and your personality and all of that to bring to a photo shoot. Um, and I did a podcast. Like, I feel like you've listened to my, did you listen to that one? I don't know. No, I, oh, maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't it's remember okay if you did look up to any, I'm not holding you to that. Just, I listened to parts of one, but I don't yeah. I feel like it was like two or three ago, maybe. Um, but you're just hitting all the points that have been consistent across all the different people that I've interviewed that understand branding and it's just more of a, Hey, I'm on the right track. That's what it's confirming. But you talked about the photo shoot. And when I spoke to a, I called her a creative director, but she's a photographer, but she did more than that. It wasn't just, Hey, let's take pictures these days when it's pretty outside. It was, tell me about your core values, your colors. What do you see? Like, let's build your brand first. So we make sure that your photos align with your brand identity. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I, I mean, just from the couple times that I've, that I've known you, like, or met you, you know, I know that you love yoga and you're kind of like boho and like, you know, just like that kind of, I don't know, free spirited, like, you know, uh, spiritual, I don't know. That's the vibe I get from you. I'm not entirely Mm -hmm. sure you would like say that about yourself. But it, say that is who you are. If that didn't kind of shine through in some of your photos, just by the location, your outfit, your hair, your earrings, your, um, you know, even like your right. stances and, you know, that, that would be a shame because that is what people are going to get when they see you. So it's almost like, and I talk about this later in, um, relationship building is kind of the last one, but, um, it's just like breaking down the barriers to, to people mm-hmm. getting to know you and connecting with you. Have that such good information. I get so excited doing these podcasts that like ready to run right when, right now. Well, let's keep, or you want to go to the next one? Are we ready? Or did you want to touch a couple more things on personality, being more bold with your personality? Uh, There's so much I can talk about with that. I know, right? I'm like, the last thing I want to say is like the the biggest thing with all of this, I guess this last series uh, is, um, but especially the personality piece is when you are feeling, when you bring that type of energy and you're 
you know, being the most aligned kind of person you can be, which is that bold self-expression. That's when you sort of become like a, like a force, like a magnetic. I like to say you become magnetic to the people who are really going to benefit working from, you know, with you. So whether that's, you know, clients that you're selling or you know, helping them sell or buy their, buy houses or just people in your network. Um, that's kind of like, um, the personality can, can be a big point there. So I, I feel like I'm kind of skipping around now. No. And that's what happens. I mean, I just want the flow wherever it goes. Okay. And while we're staying on personality, we're just at number two. So there's just so much for the, one. The other ones to reach favorite. out to you. This so, was my favorite. So it is a really good one. And so personality would talk about, you're going to attract the people that you want to work with um, and attract your people and your like people. So there's a girlfriend that I used to work with and we chatted. Um, she left our firm and I, she moved, moved off Island and she has a very bold personality and she was finally going out on her own and building her own brand. And I was like, be 100% you and you will attract your tribe. And yes, with that very bold personality, you're also going to put some people off and that is okay. And everyone needs to understand that because if we're always trying to fit everyone's mold, um, then we're never going to stand out. We're not going to like who we're working with. Um, we're not going to be working with our people. Yeah. People who yeah. align with our core values and lifestyle and all of that it just makes life better. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was saying is like, you know, when you're in alignment, then you're going to sort of just naturally attract the people that are best to work with you. And mm -hmm. in that sense, it's not just the people who are going to buy from you, because I know that that's just sort of a little different. It's a little different. You guys have a little different model for real estate. Um, but the people that are really going to just um, benefit you in, in other ways too, like building the relationships, referrals, things like that. When you know, you're kind of just putting that, um, at the forefront, naturally the right people are going to be attracted to you. And then you're going to, um, uh, help them and be, and be like the best version of yourself is kind of what I'm trying right. to say. I, I you know? have found, we, I work on a team and we get a ton of leads and I can just see like, there's people I don't connect with. Yeah. And it's just, it feels so forced. And so the experience for them isn't as good. And the experience exactly. for me isn't as good. So I get really frustrated. Um, and then that shows through my work. And then they have a bad experience. And then when they have a bad experience and they tell all their friends, Corinne did a terrible job. Um, exactly. So it is, I think it's important to take any leads you can get. But when you're branding yourself, don't try and fit everyone's mold. Be more bold with your personality. Yeah, I saw something recently. Um, I'll have to send you who it was. I can't remember exactly, but they said like you'll never be for everyone, but you'll always be for someone. And I like I don't know how much ha like liberty you guys have with like choosing, but eventually, hopefully, I'm assuming you get to the point where leads just sort of come to you, and you're not always having to look for them, and they're gonna just naturally right. like it's going to be a natural progression when you're taking all this into account and you're really rooted in who you are and, um, you know, that, that identity. And, and, and that is 
branding. Like, and I feel like real estate is making that transition. We used to chase leads, knock on doors. I mean, I, I didn't, but back in the day with, and with real estate, that was the way that you got leads. Um, was really chasing them. And I feel like we are now branding and branding is about attraction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is like different stages of marketing and um, that attraction marketing is, is, is huge. It's, it's a big part of um, the lead generation and getting leads and um, what, you know, once you kind of have that down, I feel like it becomes a lot easier. Um, and by getting it down, I, I really do truly mean like knowing who you are and, and feeling really solid in, in your personal brand and kind of what you're, what you're bringing to the table. That's kind of, I think something I used in the series is just like, when you're like out at a, um, at dinner with like your group of friends, like think about like, what do you bring to the table? Like people you're there for a reason. Everybody kind of has their thing and who they're, you know, going to be, you know, like being the loud, talkative, funny, telling the stories or like uh, the sweet one. I don't know. People probably say I'm like this sweet, nice, but you know, going a little further into it, like, you know, more personality wise, but you know, it's, it's sort of thinking about, you know, what are your, what do your friends see in you almost sometimes? And, and, and kind of, personality wise and even asking them if sometimes you don't know and then kind of taking that and and running with it so thinking about you know like yeah what do you what do you bring to the table um that's a really um I appreciate all the questions that you brought up because that's where I was having difficulty I was like what questions do I ask myself to help me dig deeper and that's that's a pretty deep one as well so I have some homework to do on my end for sure well, let's, did we, okay, so now before so, we go back to two, let's take it to uh, the third one if you're ready. Yeah, so the third one, and we kind of, it was kind of a good segue into this is I refer to it in this as connection points. Um, and there's a couple ways you can look at connection points. One of them is sort of every time like your audience or potential customer or client connects with your brand. So emails, phone call, your client experience, like all of that. That's not really what I'm referring to here. This is more about figuring out the connection between, you know, who you are and who your ideal client is, and then taking that and sort of creating yeah. content around it, if, if you will. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming that a lot of what you're doing here too is also to help people figure out like content creation too. Like if they, they want to market themselves online, is that, is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. So, um, one little piece of the puzzle, one little piece of it. Yeah. And so, um, this one, because what, what ends up happening that you'll probably notice is that you end up attracting people and people that are not too, different than you are, right? Like they're going to end up being mostly probably similar. So thinking about like your lifestyle and your interests and even desires and struggles um, and, you know, the people that inspire you probably are the same people that inspire them in a sense. And that's why like getting clear on your journey and 
kind of your past experience and things like that can be really helpful because when you find those connection points between you and your ideal client, um, that kind of just makes everything a little, you figure out how you can connect with them and help them in a way that um, is, you know, beneficial to both of you. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. And I, I want to take this to giving like a concrete example and we can use me as an example. Um, so let's do a little exercise. I'm going to let you lead it. Okay. To figure out that connection point. Okay. So it really is just sort of like putting the, the, the pieces together, like a, a bit of a puzzle. So um, I guess I would say think about your lifestyle and your interests and um, like even on the island. So you're trying to find somebody, people are probably going to be more interested in you if they maybe have a baby or, you know, like they can relate to you in the ways of like, okay, well, you know, the struggles of having a baby and what, what that needs to look like in a house or on a different side of like you go boating and like, you know, just having that kind of, um, stuff to sort of infuse in and, and bring up and connect with them on helps to kind of form that, that more meaningful relationship. And it helps on an informational level too. Right. Yeah. You're connecting. I like to connect with people first on the human level of finding a common interest, you know? So, um, I'm working with my team on right now. They've shut down our Island again because Miss Rona made, made an appearance and oh, I'm sorry. like, it's all right. I live on an Island and I get to go to the beach all the time. So not too mad about <laughs> it. Complain. I don't know. So, um, we are working on, I don't want to put it all out there because I haven't done it yet, but certain videos and pretty much it's, I work a lot with my boss. Who's kind of the face of this team based on what I'm learning in all of these podcasts. And we were talking about content building and I was like, well, what do you like to do? Let's just work with that. And she likes yoga. She likes wine and she's, she likes cooking. So we are working on some video series that will come out that will pair the things that she likes with the homes that we are selling as well. So maybe that someone will see like, Oh, she's up there doing yoga, teaching a yoga, um, a yoga class and they'll connect on that level. And that's the lifestyle and interest. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that, that of course is maybe a little bit more surface level, I guess. Like there's a lot that you can get into, but I don't know if you guys kind of take it to that point. I mean, of course, in, in the sense of like, I guess, thinking about the hat, you know, marketing in, in real estate mm-hmm. and things like that and what specifically you're talking about. But if you're, really putting yourself out there with a personal brand, say online or things like that, you know, it could also come down to, um, you know, just like I said before, like things like being a mom and being mm-hmm. a, a mom, you know, and an entrepreneur or a mom and a, you know, a business, you know, woman and people connect with you on that kind of stuff too. So somebody is looking and they want to real estate and they're like, Oh, well, she, she gets me like, that is me, you know, like that kind of thing is, is kind of what I mean. Um, so really kind of maybe like bringing a list of like 
how you see yourself and the qualities of you and your lifestyle and your interests, and then really thinking about your ideal client and who they are, you know, like you talked about people for this podcast, even, you know, knowing their age and, um, interest and how they make decisions. And it's not, I didn't, I tried to, this was like a, um, alternative to like the ideal client avatar, which is what a lot of people talk about. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I guess I was trying to look at it a different way. Um, so that's kind of, this is kind of what I came up with because that's a lot of like, you know, are they male or female? A lot of demographical type of stuff. Demographical, I think that's word. Um, dem- <laughs> you know, um, and and you also, you know, kind of want to think about um, just the, the sort of problems and and the way that they make decisions and uh, like how long it takes. Do they talk to their partners? I mean, in your case, yes, because they're buying a home, <laughs> um, but just, just in general, the, the better you can understand the people that you're doing work for, um, you know, the, the better it is, the more beneficial, the more they'll get out of it, the more you'll get out of it. And that's kind of where this whole connection point, um, part of it came from. And I love this connection point that you talk about. And I think it's also important. I do have an entire podcast. So we don't have to go deep into this about determining your ideal client avatar. Um, and so we really dive in into, into how you figure out what your ICA is. Um, but what is your perspective on figuring that out? A lot of it was going back to past clients that you loved working with and then breaking them down and saying, you know, talking a little bit about their demographics and their lifestyle and what you like about them. When I did break that down, I found that I was just, my girlfriend was like, you just described yourself. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, Yeah. that is true. But a lot of people might not have um, a big pool of clients to choose from. I feel like a lot of people listening might be new to the industry as well. Um, So for someone who doesn't have that pool of clients to pick and choose from, what would be your suggestion to them to figure out what their ICA is? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you kind of just nailed it. I mean, that is exactly where I would start is looking at looking at yourself and kind of just sort of dissecting. And I think another thing that you can do that's super helpful is like, look at the people that you're attracted to personal brands, you know, um, and, and kind of go from there. Like, what is it about them? What is it about them that, you know, you feel connected to that you relate to? I mean, a, very common one that people use as an example is like Jenna Kutcher um, as a personal brand. I'm not sure if you know who she is, but mm-hmm. she's like a, she's very big in the like online. She was like a photographer and then she built this whole big empire of, on branding slash some other um, like Instagram. Uh, she's like an Instagram expert and um, you know, look at the type, I mean, look at the type of people that you're attracted. Maybe you're not attracted to somebody like that at all. And you maybe like more of the toned down or not. So, you know, you're not looking to be this like a giant, big personal brand, but what you, what really gets you is connecting with, you know, those people, even if it's just a really small group. So I would just look at the type of person, think about who you are, and then look at the people 
that you're most drawn towards and figure out why. And then once you figure out why, you can kind of take that and be like, okay, I could see this person being attracted to me because of A, B, C, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. Okay, that was good. That was, th those are really good points. Um, because I, I think determining an ICA, like this was a complete new word to me. Um, yeah. So I didn't understand it. And if someone didn't listen to that first podcast, I definitely want to give them some tools to work with because for connection points to work, they need to figure out also, oh, how do you figure out who your ICA is? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, I think it really is about understanding that I, the whole point of the ICA is understanding that person as much as you can. So you can sort of talk directly to them because another thing with clients is if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. You, you, your niche is really, it, it is ultimately becomes, I would say all of this becomes sort of your niche. I mean, in a sense, not maybe in the general sense that niche is used for, um, where you're targeting like a certain type of person or you're doing a certain type of thing. I mean, you guys already are, are pretty niche in that you're real estate agents, but, um, niche in the sense that, you know, is, is drilling down as much as possible on who you are and represent in your personal brand is really what's going to kind of help you stand out and, and find that, um, ideal client of yours as well, because people will just sort of cling, cling to you. Put some stars next to that. If you're talking to everyone, you are talking to no one. I like that. That was very common. I did not come up with that. That's a very common saying in the branding business world, marketing world. So, yeah. So the last part of um, the email is kind of rolling all of that into one. And once you feel really strong and sort of rooted and, and you start really taking action, um, then the last step is really looking to build meaningful relationships. So I know that that is probably a huge thing for you guys, um, in the real estate world. Um, so taking, you know, what you learn from building your identity, your personality, and, um, what you kind of share, and have in common with your ideal client um, and using that to really just start building meaningful relationships and building that no like and trust factor because um, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and again, I think I mentioned this earlier, but like breaking down those barriers uh, between uh, I'm not really sure about that person or, you know, in a non sleazy way, of course, but like, um, you know, just get, you know, to the point where you're, you know, you want to be as sincere as possible, but, um, you, yeah, kind of focus on, on breaking down the barriers, if that makes sense. So, yeah. And I think building the trust with someone, you have to show a bit of yourself, you know, yeah. and people can read through that. You get the feeling when someone's being authentic and when someone's not. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, most of this is really about being authentic. I just, I'm, that word has been kind of used so much that 
I don't know if sometimes people like, like forget the true meaning of it. Um, so this is kind of all ways to, to, to go about it without just trying to, to say like, oh, I want to be more authentic. Like, what does that mean though? What does that mean to you? And that's kind of what this whole series um, was about. But once you, once you figure out the, the kind of the three pyres and, and um, obviously you don't have to figure out your personality, but when you don't have to think or worry about how much you're putting yourself out there anymore, the focus stops being so much on you and it starts to be on what it actually should be which is your clients and the people in your network, the people in your community, the ones that are um, going to help you get referrals and things like that. And um, asking you, asking them what they need from, from you. And, and then you don't have to, you feel so rooted in, and have that foundational piece of your personal brand and you know yourself so well that it, it just sort of stop, stops being about that. And that is more natural um, and, and you can ask people what they, what they need from you and, and really just be a little bit more, um, proactive and, um, and, and then also being yourself kind of in that natural way will just flow easier. Okay. Well, that is a ton of, I have like five <laughs> pages. I've been, uh, now making notes and, um, that was like six pages of notes. I mean, it's messy. Uh, with okay, so we have touched on. I'm just going to do a quick recap, um, which you kind of did earlier. But we focused on brand identity, personality, being more bold with your personality, uh, those connection points, and how all of that combined together can help build more meaningful relationships. And this is so on point when it comes to real estate because. I feel like purchasing a home, whether it's your 10th one or if it's your first one, it is very personal. Uh, so all of these, I feel like this was built for real estate agents. Yay. And <laughs> this is what I've been searching for. Like literally I Googled trying to figure out core values and all of this, like, well, how do I figure out core values for business? And it was too businessy, not enough personal in there. And then I looked at personal and it was a little too like too personal, a little too woo woo that it didn't mesh the two of business brand and personal brand. And this series does a beautiful job with that. So before we sign off, I want you to pick just like one line that you want to leave everyone with. One line? One line. <sighs> um, okay. One line. I should have forewarned you on this one. <laughs> That's okay. Now, I guess maybe I didn't, you know, you know, I maybe didn't make it to the end of, of an entire podcast of yours. Cause I'm assuming this is something you ask everyone. No, I just started. Oh, really? I think oh, last so one funny. I did that. And maybe I did on another one. I don't know. I'm random. I'm not consistent. Yeah. I would just say, I did, this sounds pretty cliche. So actually, no, I'm not going to say that one. I would just say like focus as much as you can on that, that bold self-expression. I mean, if there's one thing to kind of keep in your mind is even if you don't consider yourself like a bold person, cause I don't even know if I would consider, like, right. I, I was like, like, I don't I feel like, like I'm bold. bold I'm kind person. of, but it's not, it's not about that. It's just about being bold enough to 
be yourself and it's being bold enough to um, close the gap between who you are in real life and, and, you know, who you are in your heart and your soul um, with how you present yourself to the world and, you know, your, your colleagues, your clients. And um, I realized, I think I had, I forgot to say this, but the brand identity part is what I consider the kind of that roadmap to your heart and soul of your business and your in your personal brand. Um, so don't skip that, but, but yeah, so that's, that's about it, I think. And if anyone, which again, this will be in the notes, and I think we said at the beginning, but just in case someone didn't have a pen and paper, how can they find you on Instagram? And this is where, if they're interested in this series, um, which sounds like when I mean, we already went into so much depth, but it sounds like there's so much more with these email series and I'm excited to get that. I will be signing up right after. Yay. Signing up yeah, right now. Is. Can you sign me up? <laughs> other great up. Yeah. So um, if you're interested, definitely reach out to me on Instagram. My name is, um, my handle is at Gina A. Delusha. It's my middle name is Anne. And I think my Gina Delusha was taken. So uh, it's Gina. So it looks like Gina with like two A's, but Gina uh, A at um, Delusha, D-E-L-U-C-I-A, which yeah, you could just put that in the notes um, and send me a DM. Like I love talking to people. I will say I haven't been quite as active on there, um, but I'm getting back more into it and I'm always checking it. So, so if you want the, um, if you want the series, it's one of those things right now where I'm kind of in the works of uh, messing with my website, updating my website. So you can't actually go anywhere and get it. You just have to get to reach out to me, which I like anyway. So um, yeah, just send me a DM and I'll get that to you. Well, thank you so much for spending uh, quite a while, hour and a half. I don't know how long the actual uh, recording was, but such good information. <laughs> I feel like we dive deep Good. into my soul and I hope other people take this podcast and dive a little bit deeper and get yeah, bold. Me too. And I get know bold. it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This was so much fun. It was fun. Well, thank you very much. I will sign us off right now and happy birthday. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.